Hi, everybody! Sacred Rebels! Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium here with... Erica Lane. Yay! <sighs> yeah, we're not doing the immersive thing. We just decided that it's weird. Um, the background thing. So this is my new setup in my shed. You get to... Oh, there's pink, pink. You get to see the whole shed now. So that's... It's a little weird. And don't mind all that stuff. I was planning on maybe doing it today if I have energy. But if you guys are like me, the energy is lately <laughs> oh that are you gonna put like a curtain up there um no i'm gonna make it another loft like a bed up there nice yeah yeah so huh, yeah that full moon kicked my ass so let's talk about that for a second i think okay yeah so i agree kicked my ass too so it was a full moon in Aquarius, and this was on Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it was the first. What? Um, it, it totally took me out. Like, there was a point on Tuesday where I just, like, hit a wall, and I was in bed. And it has kind of, it's slowly been getting better, but I've been doing this almost every day. Like, the same kind of feel. Um, yesterday was better. I had a little bit more energy yesterday, but oh, it took me out. And it's probably just because we're Aquariuses, but I don't know. I feel like, and even my therapist today said that everybody is exhausted right now. So I'm sure everybody's feeling it. I think also when you just said that, I realized how we've been dealing with this Pluto square to the nodes like for weeks. Like this is like a long-term aspect going on. And that Pluto and Capricorn, right? I think we're also hitting this like peak moment of just like, like normal everyday living in the way that society is right now is exhausting. Oh, 100%. That is what is exhausting in my life. Yes. Yeah, same. It's not like anything bad. It's not anything. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, it's just everyday existing. It's everything that we have to just do or be as humans. Yeah. And it's having us look at things to be like, so for me, I mean, it is a sad thing, but I mean, that's Pluto. So I, things that we need to get rid of, things that we need to cut out of our lives, like maybe to make it a little bit better or easier or whatever. And I fully realized that I like moving into the winter with Cho having the nighttime job and everything, like I can't take on the ducks anymore. And that's sad. And I'm very sad about it, but oh my God, I just can't. And like, I, I really talked it out today with my therapist and like, I kind of got excited. About like the freedom is what mm -hmm. I just heard. The freedom, like the new, and you know, with, with the square to the nodes and the South node being in Libra, it's like that, like, again, like all the things we've been trying to keep in balance that just aren't working, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then that's transforming into where we're going, which is to have more of that fire, to have more of that drive and that, power to go like towards what we really want mm. so true i mean if you look at it just in the physicality with just the ducks for me they have decided to do whatever the fuck they want right now and they fly all over and they are in everybody's yards now i get a call or a text or something at least once a day saying hey your ducks are in my yard so that's pulling my energy you know and get your ducks in a row <laughs> yeah and gone so 
Um, I do have somebody, everything is going to go, it's going to be fine. It's going to take a little bit, but whatever, like everything. It, yeah. So that's, that's the main things that I'm realizing. Like I'm realizing the small day-to-day -day things of like, okay, this, we don't need this anymore. We don't, I, I don't even need the chickens in reality, but like the chickens are easy to me. So, um, and they can stay in their coop at winter. Okay. I'm done talking about that. Okay. So anyways, other than the moon, was there anything that came up for you with the moon? Yeah, I think so. I'm an Aquarius moon. So I kind of realized that having an Aquarius moon and that feeling of like kind of just being detached, oh, yeah. I think was hitting me really hard on the full moon of like there I was being that detached person again. And it felt just really like it felt weird to me now because I've realized I've done so much work tapping into like my emotions and feeling things. And so it was kind of like this struggle of like, where'd all the feelings go? But it's weird because as soon as the moon transited into Pisces, it like all came back. Like that's when I sent you that message about being so grateful and stuff because all these like oh. warm, fuzzy feelings started hitting me and I was like, it's back. <laughs> so I think that, I think that I kind of just realized, um, the lesson of connection you know like how important that is i just heard the one republic connection song was going on in my head i don't know that i don't know if i know that one i've tried to make you listen to it before so this is your sign okay <laughs> i'm writing it down um it's a good it's a good song but yeah I think that that was a big realization. Like when you and I were talking during the week, we had like a big, um, I don't know, epiphany breakthrough, whatever of, okay, this all boils down to the fact that we're only on zoom. we we don't have like the physicalness of friendship very much or, and we have to, it, the world is different and it's, it just trying to figure that out. Um, and and that connection so yeah I would definitely say that that is a big thing that came up with that move for sure so <clears throat> anything else about the week that I don't think so because the moon just like fucked us all up <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go to sleep mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah okay so what is Monday the 7th Okay, so Monday, August 7th. So the moon is in Taurus. And just like we said, when the moon was in Scorpio, this is the first time that we're getting a moon in Taurus since the nodes have shifted. So we are um, feeling less pressure, I guess, with that manifesting power of Taurus. You know what I mean? Like that, that I have energy is kind of like not as heavy however so I want to say like it feels more comfortable on Monday until we get to Tuesday and it goes <laughs> further through Taurus and starts to conjunct uh Uranus you know like more of that anything could happen kind of energy but Monday we're not getting that we're getting just pure Taurus moon without all of that right so um However, though, the sun in Leo is squaring Jupiter in Taurus. Okay. So this is a fixed square, and it's a fixed square, too, between, like, 
what we are manifesting and back to like what we're willing to do that is in alignment with who we are authentically. And I think we talked about this last week too, like the whole, like, are you manifesting from a place of, uh, comfort and stuff, or are you manifesting from a place of like who you really are? Um, okay. I don't know. I'm, I think uh, I think so what is coming up for me is on I had that intention on Tuesday night going to sleep like I want to manifest going to sleep and waking up and being my best self and all of that stuff and I woke up and I wasn't my best self and then I had to have a whole moment where I'm like I need to forgive myself it's okay it's all right you know like so I think that especially with Uranus in the mix that's a very I have a lot of Taurus for me so like I have gotten very used to this fucking Uranus. When does it come out of Uranus? Isn't it like, let's figure this out. I'm over it. <laughs> it's probably not till like 27. Ugh. But anyways, um, I've got... <laughs> 2026. Oh, okay. Well, at least it's not 27. <clears throat> um, I've gotten very used to it. The physicality of, oh my God, we got to go do this now. Oh, fuck, this is still going. Ugh. Like that's the Taurus and Uranus thing for like, that's a very, I've gotten very used to it. Um, But I don't ever take care of my emotions with that. And I think that that was something that like linked up this week for me of uh, like, Oh, forgive yourself. Oh, yep. You might be a little sad because you didn't get to go do that or this or whatever. So it's, um, I don't know why I'm saying that. I hope that that means something. <laughs> well, I think too, when you were saying that, I was also thinking of just like the unknown when it comes to what we have, you know, like, also, too, Uranus is very technological. So I definitely yeah. think that Uranus and Taurus in general, like that whole several year cycle is going to be kind of like the technological revolution, like versus the industrial revolution. You know what I mean? Like that explains why technology is kind of just like skyrocketing. But I think it's like this unknown of like one day you might have something and then the next day you might not. And then the next day you might gain something that you didn't, that you didn't expect, you know? I'm, and I'm talking about like actual material possessions yeah, here. Physical. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and I think too, like the independence of it all, like being surprised by what you can man manifest or what kind of just like, you know, that random money that hits your bank account that you didn't see coming, you know? Yeah. And especially with Jupiter in the mix here too, it is like that. It's like, just, it's having like faith almost of like, I don't know how I'm going to get this or get that, or if this is going to leave tomorrow or stay for 10 years, but it's like just riding with the moment of it. Like, yep. Yep. Just let go. So <clears throat> that's why I bring up the emotions is because if you're stuck in emotions, you can't let go. So you got to name mm. them so they don't have power. There you go. No, for sure. For sure. Being too, okay. Being too attached to your material possessions is pretty yeah. much the only thing that's going to get you Ooh. stuck, stuck. It's going to get you stuck. Ooh. So this makes so much sense right now. Was that on Tuesday? Even I came out here and the fucking shed had water damage. There was a leak 
it like ruined a tarot card. I think I, maybe it was last Monday. I don't know. But, um, and then I had to have the owner of the who made the shed, the Mennonite guy, like the guy came out here and was like, I'm looking at myself because most of the time it's always, and I will be, cause I can, I'm a fucking psychic. I can read people. And I knew because he knows me, I'm the only person ever to get a glitter pink shed. Glitter berry pink is the name of it. Um, and so he very much knows me, you know? So I know he judged and in the thought of this girl's making this up, you know? No, he fully said, nope, this was my, our fault. We didn't steal this, whatever. I could have let that then the next day dealing with um, the insurance company, then also trying to figure out like a P-TECH unit, all of those physicality things, everything that was happening, you're on as everywhere. I could have let it be insane and had a whole baby fit. They're like, my shit, you know, but no, it's just a little water. You just made me think of another really good example. I didn't tell you this yet. So Danica, my, so Danica is my 12 year old daughter and uh, they're about to start school and everything, you know? So I went and got them haircuts yesterday and Danica really wanted to get her hair cut short. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like that's a really big decision for you to make blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Nathan, my boyfriend, I was like, help, like, what should I do here? And he was like, I think you should just let her do it. You know, like this would be a really good experience for her to have to like learn that lesson of like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we went and we did it and she literally had a two hour moat party afterwards because she it's absolutely cut hated short. It. like really short. Um, but like, that's an example of like her just going like, I want, I want this, yeah, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. And being kind of like hit with it not turning out as she expected, you know? Like, and that's the thing that I, like, I could kind of foresee that coming, but again, like kids have to learn let to her make her own. Yeah. Because she's constantly wanting these hairstyles with these people that have very floofy hair and she yeah. just doesn't have floofy hair. So I like, and I, and you and I know that cause we are older. We've had several times where we wanted yeah. a certain haircut and it never turns out like yeah. the picture you see, you know? Yep. Oh, first day of school and bad hair. Oh, the meltdown. Yeah. And then also too, like her, I said to her when we left, like she, cause I, she was having like the greatest time the whole time. So I thought it was all going well. She, turns out she really, really liked the hairstylist, you know? So she didn't want oh. to like, she didn't. Mm -hmm. So like, I, cause I was like, you, well, do you want to go back in, you know, and tell her like what you don't like about it? And she was like, absolutely not. I love her. Like, you know, so, oh. so there was like kind of a whole lesson intertwined with that too. Yeah. But, her people pleasing that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely have been in that, in those, like, I remember even 17 years old, 16 years old, my hair was blonde and down to my butt. And I was like, I want pink highlights, like, or whatever, pink strips in my hair, because it's not highlights, whatever. So I went to this very fancy salon in Fremont. And it wasn't Jerry's. It was some other one that was like a kind of a downtown-y feel. I don't okay. know. Um, <clears throat> it was a, it was so expensive. And back in the day, this was very expensive, like $200 back when I was in fucking high school. That was a lot of money. They fucked it up. It looked like I had a cross in my head. Like 
because the hat where they pulled it out, like the pink settled right there. Oh and then it was like a mohawk of sort. Like it was, it was just like a cross. And I was like, you have to fix this. And so they had to redo everything. And it was so terrible. But like, uh, that was the lesson for me of like, they literally put a cross on my head. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to walk around being like, Jesus, you know. <laughs> More like Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that was a big deal. So this was her chance to learn like a lot of lessons. Wow. And the physicality of it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Taurus Risings. We struggle and still. I think of it too, like art, you know, sometimes your art doesn't turn out the way that you saw it in your head, but like, there's usually always a reason for that, you know? So it's like, whether it's teaching you some lesson or you, you know, how many times that happens where you end up liking it better? Yeah. Like, this is what I originally intended, but it actually ended up being better, you know? Exactly. So I think yeah. it's, this is kind and of like totally us hair up. is creative. Yeah. 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 So it's just now it's making her figure something out like there's definitely been times and I know that with this hair a lot of it fell out it's very short right now but I'm like well guess I gotta actually like do it now like <laughs> yeah like style it and that's what yeah. I told you I said the only way you're going to achieve that like floofy look that you're going for is if you wake up early yep. and spend a lot of time with with hot prop with hot irons and stuff to make it look that way you know yep. because your hair naturally just isn't floofy it is what it is, you know. Fun. Huh. Okay. I don't so, know okay. Also doing. on Monday, the sun is going to move into gate seven. And also Mercury and Mars and Virgo is going to form a channel called 6447. So first of all, I already know gate seven quite well because that's part of my incarnation cross. And it's basically about... um it's like the role of the self in interaction and it's about like leading yourself like being the leader of your own life and it's not necessarily about leading other people but playing like a supportive role in leadership in general right so like if like for instance if I am working with someone who has a lot of leadership energy I would provide a very supportive role to that you know like showing them how to be a good leader Aww. um but it's like what, what I guess, what I guess makes a good leader is someone who leads themselves. It's more of that role model leadership. You know, it's like, look what I'm doing. I'm leading by example. And that's really what like gate seven is about. And remember it is in Leo energy. It also provides direction, you know? So it's like, it's showing you kind of like, this is where we're going. This is what this all means. Okay. <clears throat> and that support needs to be recognized because it's projected. So again, it's kind of like, I, if I provide that supportive role to leadership, I can't force that upon anyone. You know, someone has to kind of come to me and ask me. And then I provide that direction and that support to show them where they're going to lead them by example kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that is really what gate seven is about. But then Mercury and Mars and Virgo forming this channel. This is between the crown center and the third eye or the Anja. This is like conceptualizing these ideas that come in. And I know that 64 is about a lot about like the past. Um, so I did kind of want to look that up real quick. Okay. 
you're on camera. You've been doing this for a very long time. <laughs> She's just going to town on her butt. Oh, I see her now. It took me a second. <laughs> okay, is that the one? 64. <clears throat> so, okay. The lesson or challenge with this channel is to learn to trust in right timing, to prepare for the outer manifestation of the next step or the inner epiphany. Um, the unbalanced expression is trying to force an idea into action, figuring out how to do something and then trying to do it without waiting for the right timing. The optimal expression is the ability to receive inspiration and to, and to cultivate it in deep alignment with the the awareness that at the right time, in the right way, the inspiration will manifest to serve as the steward for inspiration by giving it energy through thoughts. So um, I get a lot here about right timing, but then there's also some keywords here of like, it's the gate of dreaming. It's highly visual. It's confusion followed by, okay, there we go. Confusion followed by an epiphany. So confusion oh sits in that state of confusion until divine timing, which brings yep. forward the epiphany, right? And then, so it's like that pressure to figure out how, and it's like, no, let go of that pressure. Okay. The divine timing will show you the how. And it's very right brain dominant and clairvoyant. And um, it's the initiation of inspiration. So yeah, these are like the, like, okay, like, so you know how, like, when we're working with clients in a very clairvoyant way, whatever comes through is meant to come through. We can't, like, force what comes through. I think that's the big lesson with this channel and with Virgo energy, honestly, in general, too, because it's very mercurial, you know? So it's like kind of trying to force these ideas. Have you ever tried to force a Virgo? Oh, I just realized, oh my God, that this. <sighs> Does this sound so much better? Oh my gosh, yes. I didn't oh even my realize. Gosh. I'm sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> <clears throat> um, have you ever tried to force a Virgo to do anything? It's not going to happen. So you can't force stuff. So when you were talking, it was a very, like, it, it made me really realize and understand about how I have to wait for the invitation as a projector. So, um, that's something that I've gotten, I guess, used to <laughs> where it's like, okay, there is a lot of waiting, but in that waiting energy, you also have to be letting go. Yeah. 100%. And loving the time that you're in, like being in the moment and whatever, you know? I think this is also a really good time to kind of touch on what we had, what you and I had talked about when it comes to being in, like, I remember we talked about it when it came to like making a list versus just going out and shopping and like whatever kind of comes to your mind in the moment when you're actually there doing yeah. it and how that's more like meant to be rather than yeah. you trying to plan everything. Cause that's kind of like the lesson with Virgo energy as well. They try to plan everything, mm -hmm. but they're a mutable sign. You know, it's not really about the plan. It's about going with the flow and being adaptable and everything. And then also to add into this with all of the Taurus and Jupiter and manifesting shit going on over there. It's like, it makes me think of what we also talked about with that prosperity versus wealth thing. 
you know, like it's not so much about accumulating all these material things because that is just weight. It is about the balance of it coming in and going out and coming in yeah. and going out. So like I said, with that unexpected thing, like, oh, I have this and then I lose it and then I have this and then I lose it. And like seeing it as like, that's keeping it fresh and alive and moving. It's not just sitting there all stagnant, you know, yeah. which can also be Virgo-y because of that hermit, you know, like sitting on your, your knowledge as well. Think of it that way, like a wealth of Whoa. knowledge. Is it coming in and you're just hoarding it all to yourself? Or is it coming in and you're teaching it, coming in and you're communicating it? You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like hoarding it all within your brain. Like, how are you letting things come in and out in a more like a live type of way? <laughs> I'm, <coughs> I'm laughing because me being who I am, like my shirt is true crime junkie, like I'm thinking about Virgos or the number one serial killers and how to get it to come out. It's like, they fucking kill people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But so don't do that. Don't kill people because it will lead, like it could lead to that kind of a feel, you know, but yeah. How do we not become a serial killer in Virgo season? <laughs> well, I think another reason why Virgos or mutable signs, mutable signs in general, aren't they the most known serial killers in general? But Virgo is the most. Okay. Well, like I think of Virgo too, is like it, it unevolved Virgo is very critical. Yeah. It's like, it thinks that everyone is just a stupid piece of shit yeah. compared to them, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why they hoard knowledge. You know, it's like, well, I know something you don't know. You're a dumb piece of shit. You know, like if you want to know this, don't ask me. You should know this on your own. Like you should have done all this work that I did to know it just like I do. You know, Instead I wonder like, if I wonder if most hoarders are Virgos, too. I've been watching hoarders lately on Netflix. I could see that. But then also, like, I know how much Virgo loves order and organization. So it kind oh. of, I don't know. That is interesting, though. We should look that up. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm, I think I'm good with Monday. Should we move on to Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Tuesday, August 8th. The moon is still in Taurus, but it has moved further through Taurus at this point. So it starts to conjunct Jupiter and then it's going to conjunct Uranus. So, um, we're going to really be feeling what we want when it hits Jupiter. And we're going to really be feeling the out of controlness of those wants. To get the wants. That's what you mean? Like, like I, I see how that much it's not in our control to achieve it. Get what we want. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, We've talked a lot about Taurus energy already and the comfort of Taurus energy. Mm. So I think that it could also be like we, when it hits Jupiter, we kind of feel out like what we want. And when it hits Uranus, we feel out what is uncomfortable about that, you know, like, oh, I really want this, but I'm realizing now it's going to take me getting rid of this or I might lose that. Or So here we go back to what I just said, like getting the emotion into. What was I talking about with that? Like adding the emotion to that. To the oh. unknowingness. And the, when things like the, just the flow and the, oh my God, this just happened and this just happened and this just happened. It's, we have to understand the emotion and that 
feel in this on this day is going to be good. I wanna fucking go forward. But we are not like we literally can't. Guys, you have to remember we have six planets, isn't it? In retrograde. We have Venus, Pluto, Saturn, Neptune, Chiron. Is that it? Venus, Venus, Pluto, Saturn, Pluto. You didn't Neptune, say Pluto. Chiron. So five. Oh. Well, Mercury, we are in shadow now. So that's the sixth one then. Okay. I thought it was seven by the end of August. Maybe something else goes retrograde. Something else is going retrograde. Let me fucking look at this. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I have this calendar here. I don't think so, dude. What? Okay. One, two. Oh, Lilith. But okay, also Uranus will go yeah. retrograde at the, at the very end of August. And okay. then Jupiter in sep like at the very beginning of September. Okay, so this is a lot, a lot of retrogrades. Like, so things are going to not come easily right now. Things are not gonna. Like, okay, here's a good example. I am literally teetering right now. And I've already chopped this up to like, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm hoping for the best. My check engine light came on on my Jeep. Normally when that happens, especially right before Mercury retrograde, I'm like, oh, got to go fucking figure this out. You know, I, I, I don't even know where to begin right now with that. Like my, my brain is like, I don't have time for this. Oh my God. <clears throat> but this is that Uranus thing. So I think that that is me saying this out loud as a projector. I just now I need to make an appointment, whatever. I just got to fucking do it. So that's the stuff we need to take care of. That's your like, okay, here's your shadow face. Here's your warning. Are you going to deal with the ginormous fucking problem soon? Or do you want to deal with this right now? And then just so many things like it's not going to go the way that you thought it was going to go. Yeah. I like that with the physicality of it too. Remember that Virgo also has a lot to do with our health. So when Mercury goes retrograde in Virgo, like, like now would be a proactive time to take care of any health issues too that are lingering so they don't bite you in the ass. Yeah. I believe I'm going to be taking a tolerance break. So there's that. I'm I'm really trying to. Uh which is weird because I've never felt it as much as I have right now. I've noticed that too. Just kind of like, like for me, it's eating cleaner. Like I, I get very, like I'm, I'm noticing, I'm very aware of like the yuck in like shit food. Uh, and I like, just, I don't know. Like it feels like, like molasses. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I have had that before, but I barely can remember to eat as it is. So corn dogs, it is every day. I know. And that's kind of like where <laughs> I, I bite myself in the ass with that mm -hmm. a lot too. 
because that is why I end up eating shitty because I end up like, oh crap, I just got to quickly make something and yep. eat something real quick because I'm starving. <sighs> okay, so also on Tuesday, Venus is going to move into gate four. So remember, Venus has been in the gate of saying yes and jumping into the unknown and all of that. It's going to move into gate four, which is trying to logically explain everything. We talked about how... Uh, Did you what, say what? Venus? Yes. Okay. So like Venus in retrograde moving backward, it's, it's going to move back into gate four. Well, I'm very happy that we're going to be getting out of the jump into the new thing because jumping into something new and then having this like everything in retrograde is like, ah, uh, I'm in. Now what? Yeah. Like <laughs> well, and that's funny that you say that because gate four, where it's moving into, is like possibility. It's the um, it's like tr trying to explain everything that might not have an explanation. Trying to logically explain everything that might not have an explanation. It's like the pressure to have the answers and the possibility of things not necessarily being the truth, and which goes into what we've been talking to about how like, it's not maybe as you expected it to be. Mm. And even more so because as it moves into gate four, it starts to square um, Uranus. Starts oh to square God. Uranus of wow. the unknown. So it's like, how well can you go with that that feeling of things not being as you expected and stop trying to explain it and just allow the explanations and the answers to come to you with patience rather than applying an explanation onto something that's probably not fucking true. Mm. And it's also a fear of not knowing or being judged for not knowing. So think about all the times that you have pooped out an answer that wasn't necessarily true or right just because someone pressured you to, to come up with an answer. Yeah. You know? Yep. Something just came into my head, but it fell out. Oh, well. So I think it's also asking yourself what ideas you have that need to mature. Okay, everybody knows you're going upstairs, Kink Kink. Goodbye. Have a nice nap. Your 19th nap for the day. <laughs> Do you, can you hear her when she's meowing? I heard that one. I okay. heard she's nonstop. She just screams until she walks up all the stairs. Um. Ah, there was something I was going to say. I think it's more about embracing the possibility. Anything, I think it's more about saying anything is possible rather than trying to find the answer. Okay. So this is something. I'm going to take it into the perspective of Leo just in general. Yeah. So Leo energy, because it's a fixed sign and like you got to think of it as like just like Scorpio fixed sign but Scorpio can like like suffocate the shit out of you for their own curiousness or also a little bit of love but also a little like it's a, a little bit and then Aquarius we can suffocate the shit out of people just for our own simple curiosity whereas Leo it's love it's they literally want to just like smother the fucking shit out of you with love so we have this weird venus retrograde in leo to do this inward 
And we have all of these things that are like, oh my God, I need to be doing this. And the, it's all outside stuff that is supposed to eventually be happening and but whatever, you know, but we need to be going inside and how can we suffocate the shit out of ourselves with our own love? How can we take care of ourselves? How can we go back in with that? And I think that when you're talking about this new gate, is that what you said? Yes. It's going out of the like, okay, it's time to go outward, like jump, jump, do something new, blah, blah, blah. And now we finally get to kind of like go inward and figure it out. It is going to be a pretty, like this literally feels like the dead of winter. Everyone's inside like hermit fucking shit right now. I also think of it too, as like you, Okay, because like Aries energy, when I think of the fire sign evolution, Aries energy is like, I am. It's like, this is myself. This is who I am. And then Leo takes that and applies it towards what you're doing with it. You know, it fixates on like, okay, so you know who you are. Now, what are you fucking doing with that? Like, are you living in alignment with that knowing of who you are? What is, what are you applying to it? Right. And like you are said, you walk with the in the walk. Yeah. And like you said, with the love too, I think that we might have been jumping into things based on that. And now we're kind of like, but this person that I am, like there's all these limitations and people aren't going to accept that. And like where, who I am just doesn't fit. Right. It just doesn't fit with any of this stuff. But this transit is like, no, that's your mind trying to figure it out. Anything is possible. You're honest in Taurus. Anything is fucking possible technology, bro. Like, have you seen that out there? Like anything is possible. Just keep being you and be patient within that. Things so will literally it. let it all go. Let yeah. it go. So if you find yourself going inward with all of this, you have to let it go. And that's how you're going to love. And also too, on Tuesday, Jupiter starts to mm. try Mercury in, in Virgo. So remember, Mercury is creating this channel with Mars. There's a lot of energy going on there. And Jupiter, now we have like this earth sign, like talent, I guess, kind of being shown to us where it's like. You get to decide, you get to decide like what your physical reality looks like. So maybe if like things in your, in your possessions are very un what is the word I'm looking for? Like unstable, like things are coming, things are going, things are coming, things are going. Like, how can you make, like adapt and go with that? So I think of it like when, like, let's say somebody brings you home a new picture and you kind of figure out exactly where that picture is going to go. You know, you're like, oh, that would go great right here. I have to reorganize this ball a little bit, but it'll go great right here. Yep. The fact that you just said the reorganize, that's the thing that I think is the key to it. Because like even just us doing a meditation before this, I was like, holy fuck, I needed that. Like I didn't think that I could do this today because there was so much going on, but I need to make sure that I reorganize my life and make room for meditation so I can do shit, you know? Mm. So the reorganization and it doesn't need to be, I do this at the same time every morning. Cause that's normal Taurus energy. That is what Taurus energy does. So those of us that have a lot of Taurus energy, we're going to be like, 
okay, didn't do it in the morning. Let's see where I have time to do it later or whatever, you know? Remember we were talking about that too, like the difference between routine and schedule, right? Like stay in a routine, but you don't necessarily have to schedule time that routine, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's been big for me. I yeah. I can deal with a routine. I cannot deal with schedules. I just can't. I, I can totally like do the schedule thing. But since Uranus has been in Taurus, I've not been able to. Ooh, and maybe that's why I'm thinking that actually for myself as well. It's not like it's just right now schedules just are not a thing because things are just too unknown like things are distracting you know and so it is more about and then we get this mutable energy in here to be like yeah but it's cool because you got this mutable energy so just roll with the punches you know load on yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay i think i'm good with tuesday now too so oh my god i know so let's move on to wednesday august 9th um the moon will enter gemini and now we're going to start getting into a lot of throat center stuff so um first it moves in to gate 20 like okay i'm just thinking like one of the big things with gemini energy is in information information downloads but it can be very distracting back to this distracting ping pong kind of energy i always like like, I feel like it's like Geminis are the ones that need to meditate the most. And they're also the ones that bucket the most, you know, Did like you they're like, bucket. yeah, like they don't yeah. want to do it. They're like, no, yeah. like I can't sit alone with my thoughts. Are you fucking yes. crazy? Like, you know, for how those mad two. For yeah, those true. Two. true. So, um, it is about being in the now because you, if you were distracted by the information of everything you are missing the most vital information that is right in front of you in the present moment that is the like we need to really be feeling into the present moment on wednesday Hmm. and even more so because as the moon enters gemini in this mutable sign again it's going to start to square saturn and pisces and saturn and pisces is like trying to like i remember in human design reading about the gate that that was in it's like trying to find the most perfect emotional state oh yeah and so that's squaring the information that's in that present how fucking exhausting yeah and it might not be the most perfect emotional state you know but like what who what is it trying to tell you so i think that that's the big lesson on on wednesday too is it's like if you don't like the emotions you're feeling in the moment, realize that there's a lesson within that. There's a message. There is some some kind of key to get you closer to that optimal emotional state that you want to be in. I saw a thing today, and I mean, it's a very well-known, like, quote or whatever saying, and I'm probably going to fuck it all up. But, like, the main thing is that to remember that your emotions are, like a wave they come and they go so that's something that mutable energy really teaches us and those people that do not have a lot of mutable energy do you have a lot of mutable energy all i have is jupiter and virgo in the 12th yeah, house. i was just gonna say like i don't think you do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that is a pretty strong mutable placement because Jupiter is mutable, 12th house is mutable, Virgo is mutable. So I've got like one really mutable yeah. placement and that's it. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's, it's very hard. Like I have a lot of clients and I have a lot of people that I talk to, like even like 
on the radio and stuff like that's one of the hardest things is that like we think we have control we think that we can fucking move ahead in life the way that we want to the way that we feel like we have to you know but in reality like that is making life so much harder it is making you think of it as wasted energy yeah like I wanted to say like work when you don't have to work so yeah so the main message with all of this mutable energy is we really have to let go like if if you need to like write that on a fucking post-it note put it on the background of your phone like whatever the main let go let flow let go let god whatever you need to be doing but that is going to be the big thing we are still in leo season it's a fire season it is going to get us fired up so if it's a small tiny little thing that uranus does or a thought that gemini moon does or whatever we could blow it the fuck up so instead just be like okay that happened let it go let flow you know like we have to just really keep disconnecting put it in a balloon send it away whatever the fuck you want to do but that is that's the main thing i keep feeling also keep seeing to like moving it through you know like you said with the waves of emotions that's so true but a lot of times we avoid that wave or we suppress that wave instead of figuring out how to move through that wave right like if you're feeling super angry and restless like how can you move that anger through like do you need to exercise do you need to dance do you need to go out into the forest and scream like how can you move these emotions through instead of suppressing them so that's the Taurus part of it the physicality Move furniture, rearrange your house, clean, blah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And the adaptability too, you know, Mm -hmm. because like, don't let it, don't let it like completely throw you off track, like dance with it, play with it, move with it, like go with it, you know, Mm -hmm. stop trying to fight against it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's all I've got for Wednesday. Then we move on to Thursday, August 10th. Um, So the moon is still in Gemini. It's moving further through Gemini and it's going to start to square Mercury and then Mars in Virgo. So now again, this is very like Mercury information, thinking, speaking, communicating kind of energy. And this like also there's some passion and drive within this. So um, I want to say Thursday would be a really, really good day to learn something. Or teach something or communicate something. And the square part of it is like, how well are you remaining open minded to new information? And are you being overly critical? Are you being judgmental? Are you shutting other ideas down because you think you know best? Good. So I think if on Thursday, you can maybe start a mantra that says like, today I'm going to be, today I'm going to remain open-minded. Today I'm going to listen. Today I'm going to listen. That's a good one. Yeah. And you know, like listening is more than just hearing, you know, like, yeah. Like how well are you noticing the facial expressions and the body movements and the tone of voice and whatever messages or stuff? So basically like- what you're saying is being in the moment. 
being in the moment and really focusing on what someone else is saying or mm -hmm. trying to teach you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also being in the moment so you can be the best teacher that you can be an undistracted teacher, a teacher that does give your student all of its attention and focus. <sighs> yeah. So you notice like how well do you notice when your student isn't grasping what you're trying to teach do you just keep moving on even though they don't get it or do you slow down and say like did you not get that let's make sure you can understand this you know mm, good yeah that's it <laughs> okay so that's it for thursday friday august 11th so the moon is still in gemini and now it's I know. Now it's moved further into where it is going to start squaring Neptune, but it's also going to start making positive aspects to the nodes here. So by Friday, this is like a um, this is like a come to Jesus moment. And also, like, I think it's a come to Jesus moment in the way of like, you know how we talked about, like, you think you have everything figured out and then things aren't as you expected it to be. That as you didn't expect it to be might be coming from spirit by the time you hit Friday, you know, okay. where it's like you get that <clears throat> random download or that random message. that's not necessarily coming from someone, but it's coming from your spirit guides, your ancestors, your passed away love people. And they're kind of like, bro, like, course, course correct here, you know? So because it's a, you said a square to Neptune? Yes. Is that going to bring up a lot of addiction stuff, a lot of escapism? I think so. I think it's like the feeling of being overwhelmed by the moment and then going like, how can I be more out of this? Like, also, I think of it too, as like the facts versus the delusion. Ah, uh, okay. You know, Gemini <laughs> being the facts, Pisces being the delusion. But also, I want to be careful about saying that because I feel like when Neptune is in Pisces, delusion is actually good. Delusion is actually more divine. You know, I know that other astrologers disagree with that. But to me, that seems very pure Pisces. You know, Neptune in Pisces seems very pure to me. It's not like convoluted by anything. So like, while it might seem like a delusion, it's actually really like spirit, you know? I think that it is a delusion-y feel, though, because of Saturn. Well, I think Saturn wants to bring the reality closer to the delusion. You know, it's like, yeah, that delusion is true. How can we practically get there? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? <clears throat> I'm going to go off on a tangent right now. <clears throat> okay. So let's take this into the world. Let's say the delusion is that Trump is going to be a president again. Okay. Okay. And there are so many of us that are just like, oh my fucking God, this is ridiculous. But then there are so many of people that are playing into that. Like, okay, he, he isn't going to get arrested. He isn't going, he's going to be a president again. He is our God, you know, like, that delusion but there is a good chunk of us where we're like i don't know how to fucking fight that monster i'm gonna numb out or not deal with it or whatever you know because i see what you're saying when it comes to fighting the delusion and really coming close and dealing with it 
but I guess that I'm obviously using a ginormous patriarchal um, uh, example. <laughs> well, I really like that, though, because you just pointed out how there is still a lot of collective delusion and confusion. Oh, God. Yeah. But I think that, would you say, though, that since Saturn has been in Pisces, it's been getting it's cut through a lot yes. more? You, like, you, like, how many times have we been seeing lately, like, this guru is, like, pointed out, and they're like, dude, that person is actually a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Like, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Lizzo! Yeah, Lizzo. Um, I just went through this with Teal Swan, apparently. Like, I don't know. Just, like, people are kind of getting called out on their bullshit right now. So they're, we're they're having cancel culture happen again. But maybe in a more spiritual way, maybe not so much in a pop culture way, but more in a like very hey, true. What, yeah, like yeah, what like kind what, of delusion with Lizzo. are you? Ooh, like what kind of delusion are you gonna buy into? Are you gonna buy into the optimistic delusion? Like we can't physically see it yet, but we have hope that it'll come true. Or are you buying into like the collective uh ego-ridden delusion, right? Like I'm I think what I'm trying to say is that we we need to buy into a delusion but it needs to be the right delusion <laughs> I don't know I don't think you need to buy into any delusion I think that that's what we got to be figuring out because the Gemini Virgo blah 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 and here we go with Mer Mercury going to be going retrograde soon like it's it's all us figuring out what is it that we believe is this a delusion and we're not going to be the same as the other person like some like the person that's next to us every day that person might believe something different because it's their own whatever their own path if you can hear this is i'm doing this i didn't know if you can hear it but i had to show you because that's a weird sound but <laughs> <laughs> um but you see what i'm saying like it's this is a personal it's a personal like you got to figure it out but like us as a collective, we are definitely going through this, but all you have to do is figure yourself out. I like that. And when I said like buying into the delusion, I only meant that in a way of like, you know how sometimes you'll have these big dreams for your future and they seem delusional in the moment, oh. you know? Like they, like, it seems very delusional. Cause like, how are you going to pull that off? Yeah. You know? But I think Saturn here is like, it's showing you the practicality of how maybe you could make that delusion a reality. Okay. So good delusions could be like, they don't need to have that word. I guess that that word was the thing that fucked me up because those could be goals. Faith. Those could Ooh, be faith. things. Faith versus oh, delusion. Faith. That's it. Yeah. So it's like, what are what do you have faith? In where you're going versus are you deluded by where you're going? Woo! That's perfect. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, moon and Gemini, square Neptune. But then, okay, also, yeah, it trines the nodes. So we could also be seeing a lot of information come Friday about where we're going and what we're leaving behind. You know, like... You might see some kind of information that shows you yourself that Aries energy, it shows you like, oh, wow, like, this is who I am. And then you could also be seeing the information of like, wow, this thing has been out of balance for a really long time. Maybe I need to let it go. Or like, oh, I have been letting this person cross my boundaries. I need to let that go, you know, so that way you can fully kind of transform into the nodal energy as well. 
Then later on in the evening, the moon is going to move into cancer. So back to like the feelings of it all, right? And the nurturing of it all. But then the sun is going to start trining Chiron. So towards the end of the week, we're going to get a lot of Chiron stuff going on again. So the sun trying Chiron, I fucking actually love it. I love it because the sun and Leo, like I said, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, Aries is the I am statements and Leo is the I will statements. So it's like, you're going to kind of see how like this wounding of the self has disrupted your will, you know, your motivation and your will and your drive and your passion towards the things that are in alignment authentically, you know, like, Oh, I haven't been doing that because back in fucking third grade, Susan told me that I fucking have a big nose. So now I think I can't get my nose pierced because I have a big nose. Or I don't know, like I'm thinking of stupid examples, but you get what I'm saying? It's like all of the times that you've been told that you aren't this or you are that or you can't do this or you can do that. And you it know? doesn't even have to be that you were told. It can be something that you just feel too. Like you are like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I am good enough to do this. Or, or failures. Syndromes and yeah. So I think that it's, a matter of, uh, all right, you going, you doing it. I really like how I just said failures too, when it comes to the wounding, because failures is wounding. And I think a lot, that's a big message for the collective too. A lot of the times, if we fail one time, like one time we fuck up and we fail and we're like, never doing that again, you yeah. know? And it's like, do you realize that it takes like fucking way more than one yeah. time before you're going to get it right? Like, don't give up on yourself so yeah. easily. Like you're going to fail a bit, you know, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you as a person are not that, or that you can't do that. It just means that it's going to take a little bit more practice, a little bit more trial and error, a little bit more experimentation. Yep. <sighs> okay. So that is it for Friday. Now, yes. Saturday, August 12th. So the moon is still in cancer and um the sun is still training chiron and now mars moves into also quincunx chiron so we've got like a lot of positive energy towards chiron also the sun moves into gate four which is like about to get so basically the sun and venus are starting to really team up now in those aspects to chiron right so like Remember, we talked about gate four, about it being the possibility. Anything is possible. Especially like when we think of Venus and the value of that, like money, value, relationships, like collaboration, all I of that. I want to say like it, the richness. Yeah. Okay. And the richness of that anything is possible. Yep. You know, yeah. So when we think of that, and then we also think of this Chiron, which is that wounding to the self, I really think it's like, Again, you like you can be anything. You can do anything. Like if you, I want to say it's just cutting. It's it's to like not cut yourself off from possibility because of the wounding. <sighs> then I wrote down here too. I talked about Chiron in human design just because I think it's important at the end of the week. So Chiron is in Gene Key fifty one. The shadow of this gene key is agitation. The gift of it is initiative and the city of it is awakening. So um, I think of that as like agitation as a motivator, right? When, you, when you're so fucking agitated with something that you, you finally get up and do it, you know? 
Yeah. I feel that way a lot. <laughs> and it's been in this gate for a while. Okay. You know, Chiron moves, Chiron moves slowly. So that, and you have Aries energy. So that mm -hmm. also makes sense. And now collectively we're starting to feel it more because of the North node coming in here as well. So, um, agitation, I'm going to read the optimal expression of this one. So the ability to consciously use cycles of disruption and unexpected twists and turns of faith as catalysts that deepen your connection to source and to your life and soul purpose. Oh my God. I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like every time things are getting really irritating to you and things just aren't working out, it's like, that's always the moment that kind of shows you I'm not I, supposed to be here or I'm supposed to go there, you know? So Cece, remember that's my past self <clears throat> would, whenever I felt that agitation or whatever, I would literally fuck up my whole life. And, oh, this is perfect with the Libra. This is like the unbalanced scale feel with that Libra feel. So, um, because, you know, when you have, you have, ha you've seen an unbalanced Libra, it is, <laughs> my God, you know, but that's the same kind of thing. Like I used to do that back in the day, but now I have figured out, okay. And this is weird because it actually became aware to me because of Mystic Fest. So Mystic Fest would shake up my life so much that I would go into this part of my life and fuck it up and then go into this part of my life and fuck it up. And I would do this every single fall when Mystic Fest would happen. And then they started having it in the fucking May. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I just can't do any of this. So that's one of the reasons that I don't do Mystic Fest. There's a lot, but, <clears throat> um, when this change and that big feel comes now, there's a part of me that is like, okay, I need to rest. I need to like stop. And I need, well, I guess that's my, I need to understand and wait for that invitation and figure out what it is that I'm going to be going into or wait for the, it's literally waiting for the invitation thing for me, but for everybody else, it's going to have to be a, okay, what, what is something that you've been putting off? Let's put your energy towards that. Like for me with Cho, I'm going to say for Cho, <laughs> we need to clean the fucking chicken coop. And so I'll be like, okay, if you're agitated, let's fucking do that. Because that is something that needs to get done. Like channeling your energy for the better that will help you instead of channeling your energy to fuck up more shit. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you're feeling agitated, like you just said, are you going to use that as initiative to fix the problem? Or are you just going to like, you could have just yelled at Cho, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. just been like, you know, oh, well, nothing got fixed out of that. But hey, at least I got rid of this agitation by yeah. just screaming at someone. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Ooh, that's crazy energy. Especially with the moon and cancer while this is all going on, because, you know, it's like a lot of fire energy. And like, keep in mind too, with this upcoming week, the only time we really get air energy is the Gemini moon. You know, we've been kind of lacking that air energy. We have this full moon in an air sign, you know what I'm saying? So we're kind of getting like these little big touches of it, but overall we're very like primal right now, you know? Oh. Huh. 
that makes sense because it feels so much more that's why because air is detached yeah and I think that it's like when we get these moments of air it's like that primalness is giving us actual information you know it's like it's like kind of like that aha moment of like that's why I've been acting that way you know so (laughs) that wasn't me it was Patricia (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so um then Sunday August 13th so the moon is still in cancer and it's gonna start to square Chiron so now we're gonna so like you know Saturday we got a lot of like good positive energy towards Chiron Sunday we get a little bit more of that agitation I want to say like okay also agitation I see this with the moon and cancer could also be all the times that you've been neglecting yourself you know like how you haven't been, because especially too, with this agitated energy in Aries, it is that self thing, right? So it's like, like, ah, oh, fuck. I, I, it's weird because I was just thinking about this the other day. Remember how we started this off talking about the just pure exhaustion yep. of just living And like you, if you were to sit down and take all of the shit that you worry about, that is just plain survival all the 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 fact that you have to take a piss take a shit eat some food take a shower brush your teeth you know like if you just were to take all of that the have to do every day then you start to really feel how this overwhelm is such a problem because you realize that in order to get all the have to do's out of the way you sacrifice a lot of the want to do's you're even dealing with this with your animals Mm -hmm. right And I'm dealing with this a lot in my own personal life too, because it's even like, for me, I'm a mom, I have kids. So that have to feel energy is like even bigger. You know, it's like, not only do I have to brush my own teeth, my kids have to brush their teeth. You know, it's like, there's so many have to do's every day. And I think that we might really start to feel that by Sunday of like how those have to do's are getting in the ways of those what you want to do. Yeah. 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 Personally, what you want to do. Yeah. So this might be a good time to lean into that Uranus and Taurus energy of like, anything's possible. How can I make these have to do is a little bit easier, you know, like or maybe- delegate or get rid of, or like get creative with it. This is fucking Leo season. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And inner child work is so important during Leo season, you know, so yeah. you doing things that you love to do like, like is important, you know, stop sacrificing that inner child for that responsibility. You know, I did that yesterday. I finally was like, I don't fucking care. I am going to sit down here and work on my heads. And okay. So I'm working on mannequin heads. Like I'm designing. (laughs) No one's going to know. I know. I was like, working on my heads. (laughs) Um, and I love it. I love it. I get so much joy. I get so much like, uh, and I, cause I had to stop before cause the bats, the bats, that whole thing happened, you know? And then yes, that inner child, I got to feed that. So this is something that we are going like fucking Leo season, the agitation, everything is going to be happening, blah, 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 blah. But if you can still feed into that little joy the little inner child of you whatever that is maybe that's you just watching phineas and ferb this is bringing me back to what i said about that buying in the into the delusion thing too because it's like okay you feel agitated this is it 
Remember how we said, like, you could just yell at someone or you yep. could actually fix the problem. Well, what if you feel agitated because you don't see a solution to the problem? Yeah. Maybe you need to buy into this delusion of possibility of anything's possible. So that way Faith. you can cultivate patience for that solution to come. You know, maybe it's not so much about channeling the agitation into a solution. Maybe it's channeling the agitation into a possibility oriented delusion or yeah, faith. Yeah. I need to stop saying delusion, but like into that possibility oriented faith of it, you know? Yeah. And so if you need a distraction, utilize your inner child. I was even talking to Erica the other day, like the, she, she, I'm saying it, you had, you were saying like, there's anger. I read like whatever. And I'm like, Oh, let's break some shit. I know that I got like, there's probably shit out here. We can find. So I got a sink in here that we need to break so we can fucking like take some shit to it. And <laughs> like, I don't care if there, if it's a matter of like, let's go scream out in the woods or let's whatever. Like it's, it's time. Our uncomfortability is hitting a point now, collectively even, that we got to do something more. Dude, thank you. Ooh, thank you. That really goes into the delusion part of it, too. Like you said with Trump, people love Trump because Trump makes them feel comfortable. He's that he because he's that remind think of it if you were this closed minded small town living republican oriented person oh, Trump this feels like that it like, feels like Trump comes in to be like you know guys the world is getting weird you know the world's getting scary i get it there's all this technology and stuff but you know what you know why it feels so weird and scary because the swamp people are doing that so i'm gonna get i'm gonna drain that swamp i'm gonna get rid of that swamp and we're gonna go backwards we're gonna go back to the way you remember it when you were a kid make america, make great, america again. great again yeah mm. he is that he is that symbol of that delusion the delusion that things can go back to the way that they were and they fucking can't mm -mm. they cannot Nope. And this is why I need to break shit because it is agitating because people like mm -hmm. us who see that, who see that clearly, this is one of those things that are agitating because we don't see a solution. How do we wake people up to that collective delusion that they're living in, that things can't go backwards, that we have to really start working on how that feels uncomfortable so we can move forward into something new, something better for everybody then that goes back to what we talked about in the last podcast of how you're taking care of yourself then that goes into how you're taking care of your family your family is your town the town is the whatever all of it so if it feels too big work on yourself very fucking true and that also just made me think a lot too about how we we butt heads with these people these people that want yeah. that comfort they want to go backwards maybe we should start thinking more about how we can ease those types of people into a new world you know like they're not gonna like getting a 12 foot skeleton and putting a bunch of mannequin heads as a fence in your yard and proudly flying pride flags and all kinds of stuff in my tiny ass village yeah, because, you know, now every time they drive by your house, it, they're going to get a little bit more and more used to it every day. Yep. yep. And when I see them in public, people ask, they're like, what is that? Why do you have that pink and blue flag? What is that? I'll be like, oh, that's for trans people. 
Dude, you just brought up a really good point too, because how do things become popular? It always starts with one person deciding to be a weirdo. And then people are curious about like, what are you? You're different. Yep. You're weird. But then th eventually that weirdness actually becomes the norm. Yes. It becomes the norm. That is you know, what like I am trying to do in this tiny ass town. That's why I want a lime green hearse, maybe a fucking school bus now. And I want to ride it in the parades. I want to like make a whole fucking spectacle of this town to let you know I'm not a bad person. I'm here to help you. I'm here to heal. I'm here to help closure with passed away loved ones. There's nothing bad about what I do, but I'm not going anywhere. And you got to get used to the weirdness. And I'm not going to change. Yeah. yeah. I'm not well, going to change. But feel... yeah. Well, I'm not going to change to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. I'm not going to conform. Yes ever right and that is the big no but that right there is the big collective lesson for aries north node is that i am not going to conform i'm going to stand strong in who i am you know mm -hmm. and like if who i am is means that i can't formulate some kind of balance and peace because of that then so fucking be it like you said before peace was never an option yep boom mic drop that's it that's it Okay, hang yep. on. I we're running late and I need to text a client real quick. So one second. That's fine. Oh yeah, because we still have to do tarot. I'm so sorry. No, it's good. Okay. <clears throat> so the first one is the ace of pentacles and i'm using the cat tarot how funny one little treat okay oh i'm actually gonna read it out of the book i never do that okay i was gonna just use the patch hang on ace of pentacles there we go okay good things lie ahead happiness contentment and getting your paws on what you desire. If you have a specific goal in mind, it is a good time to move forward. Just remember when a hand reaches out to offer you a gift, don't bite it. Ah, uh, listen. Wow. Okay. And then I am doing um, the Oracle of E by Cola Baron Reed and Pam Grout. And we got the last card of the deck. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember that song Queen Elsa sings in the Disney movie Frozen? She unleashes, when she unleashes her magic. Well, it, you didn't catch, ugh, if you didn't catch this animated flick, I never watched it. It's time to let it go. So walk away, and just like you never look back at the trash can that you leave at the curb, don't give it a second glance. It's time for new beginnings. Out with the old, in with the new. Whoa! And then I'm using the Mystic Rebel, and we got Trust Your Intuition. Look at how fucking beautiful this card is. Look at her fucking third eye. Look at that. Shooting light out of it. Yeah. Okay. Whether you know it or not, you are a divine channel for intuitive insights. Your inner voice of intuition is the sound of your higher knowing guiding you towards your greatest good. How can you tell when it's intuition and not ego? Oh, fucking perfect. That trying to get, okay, hang on. How did, let me go. Huh? 
How can you tell when it's intuition and not ego? That is trying to get your attention. Intuition and divine guidance always speaks to you in lovingly and with positive, encouraging messages. Yes. Trust and follow this guidance that you receive through your inner voice and visions and thoughts and gut feelings without hesitation. When you connect to this flow of information, you realize that you are already holding many answers to the questions that you are asking. Not only that, but you will start to get even more intuitive hits to help you conquer every day with clarity. Your angels are asking you for to, for you to know whoops, um, that spirit is speaking to you directly. Okay, I have to read that again. Your angels are asking you for you for you to know that spirit is speaking to you directly and to have faith that you are hearing these messages correctly. So hang on, there's an affirmation. I so everybody close your eyes and listen. I hear spirit and my guides speak to me clearly and easily through my intuitive senses. I work easily in tandem with higher power to make choices and take action towards my greatest and highest good. Mm. Also just want to point out with what you just said with that card and the whole Trump thing, think about that right there with that delusion versus faith. The delusion is because you're buying oh. into it out of fear. You're yeah. fearful or you're like, you think everyone's out to get you or you yeah. think you're not good enough. That's a delusion. So faith yeah, it's pure. It's you know? So yeah. That's something that I, I work with my clients a lot and I use the ego meter and the ego meter is if this does not come from peace, love, joy, happiness, then it's your ego. If it's bad juju, it's your ego and we don't need it. We don't need to have ego in the way anymore. It's not something that we are not cave women. We are not cave people anymore. It's not useful. Also, too, like in human design world, they really help you get in touch with this, with that connection, connecting into your body, because like the ego is that other voice in your head, you know, always telling you things. So it's like you you'll notice that if it's coming from ego, it's a very mental thing. But when it's coming from your guides or your intuition or spirit, it's very you feel the bubbling and mm -hmm. you're like you can feel the goosebumps. You feel it in your body and it feels clear and it feels pure and it feels loving. It doesn't think anything. So like, you, you know, your mind, your ego might come in and go, that's delusional, you know, and if you're doing that, you're like, ah, that's in my head. My body's giving me chills. My stomach feels bubbly. Like, you know, that's telling me it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And with all this Taurus energy, that's like senses, feeling, feel it in your body. I also pulled one of these uh, little box of motivational shit and oh, it's leave the bullshit in the past perfect man so with the ace of pentacles i want to go back to it real quick this is new beginnings hasta la vista baby new beginnings let everything go the, that, that i mean seriously this needs to be that needs to be the fucking thing of this podcast the title like let shit go or something um and then the trust your intuition so we are jumping into something new. That's what the Ace of Pentacles is saying. It is happening. We have to leave the bullshit in the past. Let go, let go, let go, let go, and just trust your intuition. Beautiful. Yep. Okay. Ooh. So 
thank you for listening to our beautiful podcast thank you um to erica for doing all of this editing and amazingness and figuring out how to do all the video stuff thanks to the girls danica and my niece macy for making the little video at the beginning it's amazing <sighs> um the we are still running our special so if you would like to get in on a medium party, our sacred seance is still available. Please check out all of the links and everything below to check that out, as well as our soul coaching, um, where we can coach you to whatever. If you're struggling in anything or if you want to be working on anything in your life or you're feeling stuck and you need to move, like we, we are going to coach you through it. So, um, and then we all have our individual stuff as well. So um, please make sure you're checking out all of the links and everything below supporting us. And thank you. Thank you for all of that. Okay, I'm done. Erica, you go. I just want to quickly also say thank you to all the people that have reached out to us to tell us how much they love this podcast, yeah. like how much it's like that was warming my heart so much last week. Like, I know it might not seem like much, but even just like, you know, one person sends us a message. that's like, you know, oh, this really meant a lot to me or you were really speaking to me or this really resonated. Like, we love it. It means yeah. a lot to us. And I also just wanted to remind everyone as well about Awaken the Witch Festival coming up on October 28th. You can find information about that as well with the links below if you are interested in attending or being a sponsor or helping to support that in any way. And please, 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 if you like this, if you like this podcast and our messages, please consider sharing, liking, subscribing, um, and yeah, supporting us. Um, I think that we're going to maybe eventually look into something like Patreon or some way yeah. of having this, um, having a way where you can also support us uh, materially or what am I trying to say financially? Yeah, materially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's like we're still trying to get the, like our, you know, because the routines and everything are not working right now. So um, we have another podcast that we are hopefully going to be launching next week. Um, and we've been trying to do that for the past couple of weeks. So it's, we're just, you know, we're letting go, we're flowing, we're flowing. So, uh, bear with us. There are going to be a lot of like new things. We have plans for all kinds of shit. So, um, right now the best way, uh, to support us is to share everything and book our services. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Yes. Love you. Love you. Mm -hmm.